0: Welcome to the Alpine Property Podcast with your hosts, me, Steve Thomas
1: and myself, Leslie Thomas.
0: We are the husband and wife team behind Alpine Property Investments, helping clients to find their dream property in the mountains of France and Switzerland.
1: The aim of this podcast is to share with you everything to do with purchasing a ski property, including the where, what, why and how to buy.
0: With real insider information that comes from knowing the mountains as intimately as we do. To us, this is not just a business, but a real demonstration of helping clients invest in lifestyle.
1: We want this podcast to be your go-to place for all things buying and owning a ski property. Welcome to the latest episode of the Alpine Property Podcast. This week is another two-for-one special, as you're getting me, Leslie Thomas. And myself,
0: Steve Thomas.
1: So, during the week of the 15th of January, Steve, you visited the French Alps and had four action-packed days planned in the Alpine Mountains. We thought, therefore, this week, it would be great to share with all our listeners what you got up to during those four days. Before we get into the visit itself, though, I suppose I should ask you to quickly recap one of the questions I asked back in episode 20 for anyone who's not listened to that one, and that's, why do you visit the Alps as often as you do?
0: Thank you, Leslie. That's a simple one. When talking to clients, it's important to know a resort so they have the confidence in what you say. You need to understand its infrastructure, where the projects are in relation to the lifts, shops, and restaurants, how easy it's to get there, whether it's family-friendly, what the apres scene is like, is it hilly or flat, what direction it faces, and what the views are like, to name just a few. When clients contact us, asking them to help them find a place in the Alps, I can draw on years of knowledge which can't be found sitting behind a desk. You have to live and breathe the resort to understand how it feels and ticks. It's also important to meet those that we work with. Email, WhatsApp, Zoom, telephone calls are a great way to maintain a relationship, but it's essential to meet people in person to create that real working relationship, as you know.
1: So how often do you
0: try to go? This, of course, depends on the workload, what's new to see and whether there are new people to meet. I like to try to get to the Alps three or four times a year in January, March, when I try to combine it with a little skiing, summer and October or November. This gives me the chance to see all the upcoming projects ahead of their launch. And how long do you typically visit for? Three or four days is really the most I could do during any one trip. And why is that? There's a couple of reasons. Firstly, like I always say to clients when they're looking at organising their visit to see different properties, don't try to see too many resorts during the trip as you spend a lot of time on the road and you soon hit sensory overload if you see too many villages and developments in one go. It's better to be focused with a plan in mind on the specific resorts and projects you want to cover. Secondly, even though I tried to block specific areas of the French Alps to keep the miles down, that isn't always possible, especially wanting to see new projects as they come to the market. Or as in this last trip, the weather meant moving the schedule around. I tend to drive on average around 1,000 to 1,250 kilometers over the four days. This isn't so bad, as we all know, if you're just on a motorway, but heading up and down the mountains on windy roads three or four times a day can take its toll. This is why I always restrict the trips to four days at a time, unless I'm also doing some skiing in La Tisoua, of course, where I go for a little longer.
1: And you flew to Geneva this time?
0: Yes, that's correct. For me, my destination airport depends on where I'm starting the trip. I usually fly with either Swiss or BA as they have early departures and late returns, which ensures no wasted traveling days. I can be on the road from 10am having collected the hire car and not having to be back at the airport until the evening It means I can pack visits on both days. For anyone thinking of doing an out-and-back visit the same day, this is certainly possible, as I've done this many times before. I'd just like to add a little tip here. If you're hiring a car, then I'd always recommend the Swiss side of Geneva Airport, as all cars come fitted with winter tyres as standard during the season. For those travelling to the Alps, though, unless you've hired a 4x4, four four, don't forget you will need to book chains as these are compulsory.
1: Now, I know you're not particularly a morning person, so I suppose given you are on the road in France by 10am, the early start wasn't fun.
0: <laughs> no, the getting up at 4.15am in the morning is certainly not fun. But for those that saw my videos on social media, which I took from the airport before leaving the UK, I've been told I actually looked quite alert.
1: Having made it to the French Alps, what were you most excited about seeing?
0: That well, was to see the site of the new Champigny and Valmore development within the 425 kilometre Paradisky ski domain that includes the resorts of La Plan and Les Arcs that's about to launch. This is a very sought after all year round resort at an altitude of 1,250 metres and Courchevel is just 20 minutes in the car to also access the 600 kilometres Three Valley Ski domain. It's such a great base for skiing in the winter with 1,000 kilometres of skiing at your fingertips and 500 kilometres of walking and hiking in the summer.
1: And what did you think of the location in relation to the resort's infrastructure?
0: <laughs> that's easy. Simply wonderful. I actually walk from the site to the snowfront where the cable car departs to 1963 meters, and this took exactly two minutes and forty-three seconds to the car park of the lift. It's so easy to get there. And you can also hire ski lockers at the snow front if you don't want to transport them to and from the residence. From the site, I also walked to the centre and this also took just three minutes, making this a really wonderful location for this new project.
1: And did the views live up to expectation from the site?
0: Oh my goodness, yes. (laughs) While I had low clouds to deal with, and it started snowing at the end. I did manage to get some videos recorded showing the 180 degree, stunning, unobstructed south facing views. I even managed to get a glimpse up the valley in a westerly direction, glimpsing Courchevel in the distance that you'd certainly see on a non cloudy day. It was wonderful. Even though the views were not perfect, I was able to fit in a client video call from the site while the snow was falling. They were suitably impressed.
1: So what does the project comprise of?
0: Well, unlike many of the projects for sale in the likes of La Plaine and Les Arc, where you have to rent within the purchase obligations, the beauty of this development is it's a classic freehold programme without any rental obligation, which means if a client does not want to rent, they don't have to. The project itself will comprise 19 apartments, mixing studios to four bedrooms over two residences, and will complete in 2026. Prices will range from 358,800 to 1,194,000 euros, along with the ability right now to make larger apartments by combining adjacent properties. For anyone who wants more information on this project, as we've not launched it as yet to the website at the time of recording the podcast, please just contact me via the show notes.
1: Okay, and I think I know the answer to this next question. What was the favourite resort you visited? (laughs)
0: <laughs> it has to be being back in La Tiswere at 1,750 metres within the 310 kilometre L'Essabelle Ski Demand. For regular listeners, they will know I've spoken a lot about this resort and ski area over assorted podcasts, and it always brings a smile when I return. Unfortunately, this time, though, there was no time to ski.
1: Your visit to Le was also the best day for the weather
0: as well. Oh, it sure was. The morning was outstanding. Not a cloud in sight and the sun shining. I wish I was on the slopes. What a difference compared to the snow the day before in Champagne and the snowstorm we had later that week. More about that one later.
1: And you saw two ski-in and out projects there on the slopes?
0: Yes, the purpose of this visit was to get inside both developments as they're both under construction, one completing at the end of April, the other at the end of this year. I wanted to take some videos to show both current and future clients just how ski in and out these properties are and what the incredible views will be. The weather for this was simply perfect. Standing on the terrace of the six bedroom penthouse right on the snow front, looking down on the pieces and the chairlifts of the Medal d'Or, Ravier, as well as the Cote de Bois cable car, was simply incredible. As I hope those that saw the social media video we posted agree. With three bedroom ski in and out apartments starting here for as little as 485,800 euros, including VAT that includes an old wood finish, the estimated rental income is 4% net to the owner after the agency has taken its costs. These figures are based on an apartment reclaimed VAT price of €405,000. This extremely high estimated return is thanks to 70% of the visitors to the resort still being French, leading to significantly higher occupancy levels than many other resorts across the Alps. For anyone seeking a four-bedroom apartment sleeping 10 guests, there are west-facing apartments which start from just 907,800 euros including VAT or 756,500 if the owner opts to reclaim the VAT. For the second development I went to see next to the Tate de Bellard cable car, which will be ready at the end of this year, I managed to take a video of the views from the five bedroom west facing duplex penthouse at €955,800 including VAT, along with some of the fantastic two bedroom apartments from three hundred and sixty-five thousand eight hundred, also including VAT, or three hundred and five thousand once the VAT is reclaimed by renting. For ski-in and out apartments with unrestricted views, these are amazing prices, particularly with an old wood finish as standard.
1: So you had to do a flying visit to Vaugeny from Latissieu that same day. Why was that?
0: Yes. Once I finished in La Tussre, I had to mad dash to vorgeny within the outdoor ski domain as best-laid plans are sometimes thwarted by the weather in the mountains. With a forecast for snow and low-level cloud for the following day expected, and needing to do a video conference call on-site of the new project of the six off-plan chalets with a prospective client who wanted to see the views while I was there, I had to make that dash to Bourgenie before the weather closed in. Two and a half hours in the car, door to door, is not ideal, but sometimes necessary. Given what I said at the beginning of this podcast about trying to be efficient with planning visits, the weather, as we all know, is not something we can control.
1: And talking of the weather, it wasn't favourable on the last day either.
0: No, the last day was awful and unfortunately I had to cancel, something that I've never been forced to do before. I did have the intention to spend the day visiting the sites of several new opportunities across the different villages of team, that included two luxury ski-in and out, four and five bedroom penthouses to be built at 2,070,000 and 2,690,000 that I wanted to see. But with the weather forecast the night before predicting snowfall of 20 to 30 centimetres and the teen Le Lac webcam showing a blizzard blowing up there, I decided not to make the attempt. Very annoying, but it's a good job I didn't go as cars were stuck on the road at La Brevier going nowhere. So I would have never got up there, let alone getting back down to catch my flight back to the UK.
1: So was there anywhere else you visited during the trip?
0: Yes. While at Champigny and Van Moor, I did make a trip to the resort of La Tanya within the 600 kilometre Three Valley Ski domain to take a look at the brand new project there at the foot of the Moretta Piste. With the resort sitting at an altitude of 1,450 metres, that provides easy ski access to Courchevel 1850, the project I went to see will comprise 71 luxury one to six bedroom apartments within a complex that includes swimming pool, spa with beauty centre, saunas, jacuzzis, as well as childcare and nursery facilities. With prices ranging from 495000 to 3750000 Unfortunately, the weather failed me for the views, but I did manage to trudge through the snow to stand on the site and see it firsthand.
1: So what's next? When can we expect you back in the Alps on your next trip?
0: Well, right now it's crazy with inquiries with the upcoming half-term holidays approaching, and I'm busy answering everyone and booking visits. As to the next trip, I'm hoping to get out for a few days in March as I want to return to Saoirse Chevalier, somewhere I've not been for a few years, and then I'll plan a summer trip once the season is over. So keep listening and watching social media for more on this one.
1: Thank you, Steve. And that's it for today. We hope you found Steve sharing his latest visit interesting. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover for the podcast, or have a specific question in mind, or generally would like to have a conversation about buying and owning a property in the Swiss or French Alps, then please do reach out to us. Until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Alpine Property Podcast. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website, Alpine Property Investments where you can also sign up for our regular email newsletter. If you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, we would love it if you would rate and review it, as this also allows the podcast to be shared more widely too. If you have any questions or comments, please do reach out to us via email. The details along with our website can be found in the show notes.